A while back, in the Croatian town Nizograd Ivan 10 and Tomo 8, went out into the streets in a snowstorm because they had heard that Coca-Cola had arrived. The rumor had spread around Nizograd in whispers, shouts, and the veracity of the news was disputed at the street corners near bullet-riddled buildings with peeling mortar. Photographs of glistening mouths with dazzling white teeth had heralded Coca-Cola as tremendously refreshing. Forget apple cider, plum cider, apple juice. Humans had made a drink that God should like to drink. JFK had drunk nothing but Coca-Cola. In front of Hotel Slavia stood a white truck loaded with curvaceous bottles in the form of hand grenades. Crowds gathered and gazed at a precious reddish darkness resembling the darkness of breathless, venous blood. The boys crawled on their knees through melting snow between the legs of adults. Like two dogs off the leash, they sniffed quickly. Ivan had heard Coca-Cola was coming, but he did not believe it. He had waited for Christ for years and years, and Christ was not on the clouds yet. But the Coca-Cola was there in the snow. They're going to start selling it next week, said the voice. First they need to see whether it's real. What does it taste like? Tomo whispered into Ivan's ear, and Ivan said, I can't tell you right now. Why not? It's a state secret. But everybody's going to know what it, ta what it tastes like. It will be sold next week. That's doubtful, said Ivan. The drink is reserved for the mayor and his guests. Maybe we'll even see Tito in our town. Late that night, the boys tiptoed to the hotel yard and stared at the truck through the cracks between the planks of wood in the fence. With trepidation, they crawled beneath the fence, grabbed a box of Coca-Cola, and rushed home. Let's drink right now, Thomas said. No, not yet. You're supposed to drink it with ice. Without ice, it doesn't work. But it's cold enough. No, it has to be icy. We'll leave them in the snow overnight. But why not uh, pour it into a cup and uh, put some icicles into the Coca-Cola? See, there's enough ice. Thomas pointed to the roof of the house. Icicles uh, hung like straight, transparent mammoth teeth. Tomo cracked one from the roof, broke it into pieces, and chewed them. Don't do that, your teeth will crack, said Ivan. Please, let me drink Coca-Cola. I have the ice. No, the ice has to come out of Coca-Cola. You must mix outside ice with it. But why not? If you do, it won't be real. There'll be plain water in it. The bottles will lined up in the snow. Ivan and Tomo watched the bottles, shedding flashlight over them as if over war prisoners. Imprisoned little Americans whose caps soon would be twisted off and brains drunk. They shivered partly from the cold, partly from the thrill, the cosmopolitan thrill. You need not go to America to feel like an American. Just drink Coke with ice, the Eucharist with the blood and the flesh, the wine and the wafer of the United States of America, the land that touches the moon. After midnight, when Ivan seemed asleep, uh, Tomo stole out of the room and went barefoot into the snow. But Ivan uh, heard him and caught him just as he was about to touch a bottle. Ivan tied him to his bed, and so that Tomo was now like a dog on the leash. Like a sad dog, Tomo squealed until he fell asleep. In the morning, Ivan untied him, and they rushed out. The bottles had burst, and the icy, light red Coca-Cola, like fresh arterial blood in the shape of the bottle, stood there, slanted. 
The boys uh, separated the bits of glass from the cloak. Tom moaned. Shut up, Ivan said. Why, how are we going to drink it now? It's all ice. Tomo couldn't wait. He put the coke ice into a pot and was about to place the pot on the stove. Don't do that. If the Coca-Cola melts too fast, it will lose its flavor. Several hours later, with tears of impatience in his eyes, finally allowed to drink, Tomo gulped liquid coke and chewed ice at the same time with fear, as if he would be transubstantiated at the end of the cup. At first, Tomo felt nothing except the icy anesthesia in his lips and tongue. But as the contracting tart taste reached him, he spat it all out on the floor. Why, this is cough medicine! Ivan chewed slowly and gulped, his eyes closed and his face twisted into an expression of beatitude as if the inner certainty of salvation sweetly permeated his cheeks and eyelids. And then he coughed, shuddering. And he coughed so much that a doctor was called in. Yep, said the doctor. The boys got it again. And that winter, Ivan had a more acute bronchitis than any year hitherto. He stayed in bed for two weeks, reading, and Tomo served him a glass of Coca-Cola every six hours.